0: this message, into this into this session Father Holy Spirit just interpret this word so people understand what you want them to understand God Father just do what you do Father show them comfort correction, conviction restoration and discipleship Father We thank you, Father, that you have allowed us to freely, without any type of restriction, be able to open your word, speak about your word in the way that needs to be done so that we can get your message the way you want to deliver it to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you being a part of this message, helping us, guiding us, leading us, and directing us in your ways and in your word according to your translation and your interpretation into our hearts only way this can get done is by having that Holy Spirit talk to us. The lifeblood of Christianity. The beginning of the church. The supernatural movement of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I ask you for everyone who watches and listens to this message about to happen. For them to get what you want them to have out of it. And bless their homes. Bless their lives. Bless their jobs. Bless their coming and going here there and fro, near and fro, bless them Father, bless their finances, bless their homes, bless their lives, bless their health, bless all of them the way you bless them and in their situations and how they're living their lives Father for you to do what you do for them, I thank you Father, I ask you to lead, guide and direct me as I bring this message according to how you want me to bring it, I have nothing, you have it all. I'm just the vessel, and Jesus is my name. Ha Bahakara, Good day, everybody. Good day, good day. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day in Jesus by way of the Holy Spirit. Whether I catch you in the morning when you're getting up right now, stretching out, having a little bit of breakfast, having a cup of coffee or whatever it is you may drink to get yourself woke and ready to go for a day full of errands activities or work have breakfast get ready for a wonderful day or we're catching you halfway through your day when you you've gone through a few trials gone through a few tribulations not everything is quite fitting the way you want it to but you have faith that God's gonna work out every situation you go through we're getting through that what they call midday madness or we we'll catch you at the end of your day when you're resting, you rested, you got done with your errands, activities, and work, and you're just resting with those you live with, friends and family alike, whatever it may be. Sitting down, wanting a Pentecostal or Pentecost Holy Spirit, you got a word. However, whenever, whatever, we're we'll catching right now. You are now tuned in to the Blue Book. hosted by your boy Blue and presented by Pentecost Ministries. Oh my goodness guys, thank you for tuning into the Blue Book. Yes, Pentecost Ministries presents the Blue Book. Oh my goodness. We're just going right into that Valentine's weekend. I know it's halfway through the week, but we're definitely headed that direction. Most stuff is just hearts and love in the air so to speak what the world in society considers love whether you consider it love or not i enjoy the kindness i enjoy the 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 the, the sweetheart so to speak of it and i you know married man you know gotta be a little tender and a little understanding to the wife obviously um but we obviously know that there's much more than much more to love, life of victory eternally, uh, than <laughs> than just hearts and Cupid. Okay, at the same rate, we are going to be speaking about that, about love, going into love, going into life of victory eternally, deciding on love daily victory daily we're gonna talk about how to how to get that today the love thing moving okay but before we get into all that wonderful stuff we definitely do one thing here that we've been doing since pretty much day one and that is the pledge of the flag right here okay so here we go repeat after me I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag And to the Savior from whom kingdom it stands one Savior crucified risen and coming again well life liberty to all those who believe fantastic gotta love it gotta love it gotta love it so we are speaking on love going into the weekend of love um, just interesting stuff all the way around so if you have your Bibles which I'm sure you do by now watching listening to the blue book Bibles are part of the deal whether you have the Bible like this the actual Bible Or you have it on your... Well, I don't have my phone. Phones right there. But you have it on your mobile device, laptop, desktop, whatever it may be. We need you to turn to the book of John. Okay? Book of John. Book of John chapter 13, verse 34. Got it right up there for you. Right up there for you. So, John 13:34 is where we're going to be in the Word. Now, I choose to, to read the Amplified Version of the Bible. That's what helps me. I live an Amplified Life. I'm an Amplified Believer. Whatever version of the Bible you may have, that's fantastic. That's how God reaches you. That's how God talks to you. That's how God, the Holy Spirit, ministers to you. We'll be going through several versions of the Bible, uh several versions of the Bible today um, and if anything sounds different we'll just address it accordingly however we want to address it, we'll address it okay um, and it makes sense of it so if you're in your Bibles John 1334 okay so what does John 1334 mean? there is some confusion over Jesus's reference to this commandment as new they're confused about Jesus reference to this as a new commandment earlier in his his ministry Jesus made it explicitly clear that love for others was a cornerstone of obedience to God as in Matthew 2236 through40. Made it explicitly clear that love for others was a cornerstone. Do you know? What, do you even know what that means? Do you even understand what that means? A cornerstone of obedience to God. Okay. Now, the general instruction to love then is not being stated as it, if it was the first time it was being mentioned. The love back in the Old Testament was expected. It wasn't asked. It was expected. Because God wrote love on their hearts. So He expected them to love. We in the new 2021 are given the opportunity to love. We, He doesn't want it forced. He wants it given. Okay? He didn't want to force you to believe in him. He wants... So it was a different world at that time. So when God says, love thy God of all your heart and your mind, you had to really be obedient to that love. Really obedient to that love. There was no two ways about it. You understand so when you say love in the Old Testament it was written it was expected it was really life or death now there's grace so when God said love thank you Holy Spirit when God said love me in the Old Testament it was Obedient love. It was you had got to do it, or you're going to have issues and major issues. So when Jesus said this is a new commandment, why did He say it's new? Because it's a new way of looking at it. The words are the same, new way of looking at it. It's a Holy Spirit way of looking at it. See, there was a there was there was a change in how this is done because because God knew that expectation was unreasonable too many people could have been saved from damnation in hell if given a choice but they were expected through obedience to love God and that's not true love in in the sense of what the Holy Spirit now teaches and Jesus teaches its love is a choice you make you choose to love God puts it in your heart to ha- God puts the foundation in your heart, but you choose to build it. It's like a house. God puts the concrete down, but it's your choice. It's up to you to build the walls up to make a house out of it. You get what I'm saying? So the concrete foundation was laid by God, but see, God didn't give you. He expected you to know how to do it without you actually fully doing it. Kind of like, kind of like wisdom. He gives it to you un, un uh, fault without expectation. Same thing with love. He expected it to be what it was going to be, and it wasn't being honest. It wasn't being true. So what happens? God brings Jesus down, so the love could be a true love. It's a choice to love. You're not asked to be obedient. You're asked to be in love with God. Okay. So the newness Jesus refers to here is the sense of something refreshed, re-emphasized, and highlighted everything I just said. It's a refreshing. It's like, oh my gosh, now he really wants me to love him in free will, not just obedience of the New Te- of the Old Testament. He wants me to be emphasized, love to be given in an emphasizeable way, to highlight the love. Oh my goodness, really? I could really love him, not just obey, but I can really love him. The Greek term Jesus uses is kain, kainin leans heavily towards a version of new that's why it's a New Testament it's a new covenant God realizes that the love that he expected because he give given you 10 was just unreasonable of an understanding of love not a mistake just unreasonable Jesus had to break it down, kind of like why there's so many translations of the Bible. It's not the fact that it's wrong, it's just that the Holy Spirit needs to reach you on your level. You can't just blanket statement this thing and say, okay, everyone is one size fits all. That is absolutely unreasonable. We do not live in a world where it's just one kind. Now in God's time, in Jesus' time, they started spreading out, but you got to understand there's different continents now. You got all kinds of southeast, northwest, all that kind of stuff. And people just are not reached on the same level. It's not a blanket gospel. It's a gospel personalized to what you live by. And how God can fit into your life. And then once God fits into your life, you start living the life He wants you to live. So it's a new thing. It's not old school. It's new Jesus. It's new. Now it's not it's not necessarily new to us. I mean, Jesus died 2021 years ago on the cross. But it's new in the fact that God had to remix this thing a little bit because it was just too many people that really want to love God that were just being obedient and 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 and, and listened to the, the the barbaricness of what had to be done rather than just loving. Okay, this is this this reissued commandment is being given in the context of Jesus washing of the disciples feet, John 13, two and five, washing the feet. Jesus explained that if the master acts as a humble servant, so too should those who follow him, John 13, 12 through 17. You're also understanding that I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna ask you to do anything that I won't do. If I do it for you, you should be willing to do it for me. I am not a king like that. I'm not, you do as I do, I am a do as I do, do as I do person. King, if I can't serve you, I can't lead you because I can't do something. I can't expect you to do something I won't do for you. Now here, Jesus doubles down on that idea by setting his own love as the standard to which all believers should admire, aspire. Okay, his example of love is reasonable. Now, we're not going to perfect it. Because we have other challenges we have to get through. But we can get as close as we can, and the closer we get to that level as a goal, sometimes you make, sometimes you get as close as you can and you have some victories, sometimes you don't. But if we strive for that goal, we see pure, we see perfection, we see God, we see Jesus, we are filled with the Holy Spirit this is love this is the example Jesus Jesus didn't give you what you what you think you need Jesus gave you what you needed he didn't give you what you wanted he gave you what you needed but he didn't give you what you thought you needed because you think you need one thing but you really don't need he knows what you need okay in this next verse Jesus will further explain the importance of acting in Christian love Christian love now this is something I speak to people all the time about Christian love. Jesus Christ wasn't a Christian. Because he was Christ. He's the example. How do you be the how do you follow the example when you are the example? You can't. Christianity is just being an in to what Christ is. I call real Jesus Christian because there is a level of complete selflessness and Christianness that has to take place. I myself am a Pentecost. That's why up here it says Pentecost Ministries because this is Pentecost Ministries. We are 100 percent, or I also can't say 100 because I do have a percent that I'm just myself, but 99 percent, 99 percent, led by the Holy Spirit. It's ran according to how He wants it run. The Christian love. It is a love, of selflessness, uh, peace, and definitely accountability. And there's all kinds of other attributes that go with it. But when you come down to it, it's life of victory eternally. Christian life, Christian life of etern- victory eternally. Eternal victory. It doesn't matter if you win physically. It doesn't matter if you win in- inside. What you can control. Okay. It's a controlled uncontrol. I control my belief in God. Whether I get close to him, as close as I want to get to him, as far as I want to get to him. But I live a victorious life. I, 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 I strive for victory every day. In no uncertain terms, love, especially between fellow believers, is meant to be primarily and most powerful sign of one's Christian faith. Your love to people, especially people of like faith. But those who would not like faith to be the loving person that choose victory. Now, obviously, in the Holy Spirit, a, a wisdom part of the Holy Spirit is to not toss your pearls or swine. Which means, be wise upon who you deal with and who you give. And listen to the Holy Spirit in what you do. Don't just blindly give something to somebody because, honestly, the Holy Spirit knows who needs what. Don't just say, okay, I'm giving and that should be good enough. No. you got to use wisdom. And wisdom is the Holy Spirit. So you got to listen to your inner voice, which is the Holy Spirit, the God voice, and use discernment. Don't you work hard for your money. Someone out there is living a hard life because they made some choices that weren't so favorable. Or luck, not luck, but life has handed them that card. If you feel led, if the Holy Spirit uh, puts um, something in your spirit, if, if if it calls you to do so, then do it. Don't just do it. Do it because the Holy Spirit tells you to do it. The Holy Spirit knows exactly what's going on. And once you do it, you move forward. Don't worry about it no more. God bless you. Have a good day. Move on. But you have to understand that this is where a lot of prosperity preachers and preachers of self-empowerment go very wrong in their ministry. They teach self not sacrifice. They teach empower not Holy Ghost power. They teach you not selfless that's the problem with a lot of this they remove the Holy Spirit completely out of the equation and say you do you do love is not about you love is about giving love life's about victory in your life daily worry about today worry about what you're doing today tomorrow will come tomorrow will be its own challenges today right now that's where you need to worry about so when in no certain terms love especially between fellow believers those who are like believers is meant to be primarily a most powerful sign of one's Christian faith so when you so the problem with this is is that there's too many people out there who claim to be a Christian or or believer in Jesus that have removed the entire Holy Spirit Holy Spirit experience out of the situation so it's hard for believers alike to be alike. The God they serve, the, the Jesus they believe in, the, they wipe out the Holy Spirit. So without the Holy Spirit the whole way you can't move anyway. So there's a very hard concept going there. And that's in John 13, 35 and John, 1 John three fourteen. Okay, Love, very important. So you guys ready? Let's get into the verse alright so John 13 34 here we go love one another let's check it out I give you a new commandment a new one that you shall or you should love one another just as I have loved you so you too should love one another selfless completely selfless No question, selfless. If you're not selfless, you're not showing love because regardless of how much you do for someone, God knows what you're doing for you. Because he's gonna do for you. You understand? So it matters nothing, nothing of how much you think you should do for you is doing for others love one another be wise as serpents gentle as doves what does that mean be wise don't fall for things but be soft about it be peaceful about it avoid conflict as much as possible now there are times you're gonna come into a situation where you're going to want to defend God because things are just it, it'll it'll grieve your Holy Spirit it'll it'll quench the spirit and you're going to be like ah you know and you got to make an action you got to make a move God Holy Spirit will put it in you to to to, to, to take a different direction take a different move um, these things will happen in your in your walk in your faith walk it is no cakewalk thank you seven for that. Your faith walk he is not a cakewalk, But love isn't selfish. And we can go over all that, I'm sure, in a message later on, we'll be dealing, dealing with that more closer to Valentine's Day. But right now, love one another. Love one another. Now you can think back about all your friends and family and think to yourself, where is love at? Do I, do I, I You say, I love my, my mom, I love my dad, I love my sisters, I love my aunties and uncles. I love my grandparents. And you can go on the line of all your family and You say, look. But, but believe you me, when something goes down and something happens, are you going to feel the same way about them? I don't think you will. I think you're going to be like, hmm. Do I really love that person? I love you, but. Because society has trained our minds to be. To be. The come up, the data boy, the upstart, the upbringing. What benefits me? Love benefits you through God. Love benefits you through how you experience God and how God blesses you by blessing somebody else. See, no, God is not asking you to be like Jesus. God's asking you to follow Jesus, because you can't be like Jesus. They asked a question back in the day, what would Jesus do? Really, what would Jesus do? And then, again, another term that was used is save but not soft, save not soft. I have Jesus in my heart and I love humanity as much as I possibly can to Jesus without the reservation of humanity's foul Um, but there is a line in my belief system in my theology in my life that shall not be crossed shall not be tampered with why is that because I am also a human being. I'm a human being on a level of which it needs to be addressed. If, you see, this is the thing. You may think people hate you for your belief in Jesus. If you're doing the right thing according to Jesus's theology, theological belief of Jesus they're not going to hate you they don't even know you they can't stand the light inside you the reason they hate you having all truth erased is not because you believe in Jesus it's because what comes out of your mouth is perceived to be hatred because you are repeating the word but not in an loving manner well, people need Hell and Brimstone. People need this. People, The only thing people need... is love. People need the Holy Spirit. They need love. They don't need... your interpretation... of Hell and Brimstone. They don't need your belief... that they're going to go to Hell. They don't need that. That's not required in this game. What's required is it you showed them the love of Jesus. You showed them the compassion of the Holy Spirit. That's what's required. That's why he says new commandment, a new outlook on this last six. The first four love God. The last six love, love your, your neighbor as your, as I love you. Why? Because it revises. It doesn't say, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not steal. Those are direct we know that not that we don't because we don't obey those words those commands. doesn't mean we don't know it, it just means that we are rebellious to it so if Jesus says okay all this is correct but first four love God, the last last six love your neighbor you're not gonna think in your head oh I can't lie, I can't cheat, I can't steal, I can't do this, I can't do that what you're gonna think is I gotta get to love before I can possibly, before I can possibly agree and, and actually attempt to, 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 to do these, love is the only way. Love conquers all. Once I establish love, nothing else truly matters people say you know godly level God teach me how I love you that is nothing but the Holy Spirit so if you don't have the Holy Spirit how do you gonna love just words we have a natural G code in us God code in us to understand good, bad, right, wrong, what works, doesn't work, whatever, we have a general G code to us, God code, that's implanted in us, and all we have to do, and all our, all our families do, our parents do, is try to illustrate that in physical, physical manner. You can see it. This is right. This is wrong. This is what God. This is the God way. This is the, the bad way. Good way. Bad way. and what does God want you to do he wants you to obey his commandments but obeying is black and white black and white to love obedience isn't love obedience is control love is something you have to have you have to choose this. That's why you say you have to be born again. Because you're choosing to say, I take accountability for my past, whether I knew it or not, I'm sorry for that, Let's start new, and now I'm accountable, but I am also have the Holy Spirit and Jesus to help me through these spiritual warfares. Because before I didn't even know that even existed. Or I was not embracing it. Now I'm embracing it. Now I have a comforter. Now I have a savior. Now I know that all I'm doing when I pass away is relocating into the spiritual realm of God until the second coming. And then when Satan second coming comes, I'm with Jesus. Have you ever thought that hell might be a choice for people? It's not just people in hell are going to. Are, are are wanting to be there. It's not it's not so much I'm sending you to hell because you committed a sin. That's how it was. Before Jesus is how it was. People didn't want to go to hell. They were sending and they were like, "Oh my gosh, and they had the, the down to the hell. You didn't obey me? Down to hell. You didn't obey me? Down to hell. If you didn't get forgiveness. From the whole tabernacles and so forth. The New Testament, the new is Jesus, forgiveness, love. I want to give you an opportunity. I'm going to give you benefit of doubt. Some people take that to the extreme. Well, you ain't got to deal with God on that one. Remember, God's the only one that knows if you really love Him. God is the only one that truly really knows what's going on. No one knows who goes to heaven or hell. No one does. No one has any clue of who goes to heaven or hell. That's not in our knowledge. What we know is the kind of person they were at one time or another. Rumors, hearsay. God knows the heart. That's why he's the only judge. Because he knows everything about you. What you did when he sent you down to, he- down to earth to be born. <clears throat> and how you went out. And what you believed and how you cared for each other. That's what he knows. That's what matters. Love, life of victory eternally. Love one another. Okay, so we go into. Let me see. So. The NIV, New International Version, doesn't say anything new out of that, Definitely different, different. Let's see, the English Standard Version, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another, okay. KJV, nothing really out of that, different out of that. The uh, the New American Standard Bible says, I am giving you a new commandment but you that you love one another just as I have loved you but that you also love one another okay pretty much the same wording on all of them I give you a new commandment so now I give you a new commandment same stuff same stuff let's see here okay so the common English Bible says I give you a new commandment love each other just as I loved you. You must also, you, you, so you must love each other. Okay, so the complete Jewish Bible says, I'm giving you a new command that you love, that you keep on loving each other in the same way that I have loved you. You also love to keep, you also keep on loving each other. things pretty much the same so far if there's a new translation that I'm not seeing hit up us on on on, uh, on email right there bluebook at gmail.com hit us there if there's anything that I'm missing on translations um, I'm going through as many as I possibly can to, to write everything let's see let's see if there's anything else. I give you, I give you... Uh, Okay, the New Living Translation. So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I've loved you. You should love each other. Love one another. That's in the Revised Standard Version. That you love, also love one another. Same thing. The third millennium Bibles says the same thing about that. We love one another. Okay. Let's see here. Let's see if there's any other way of saying this. this far with it but let's see all right all the translations got a whole bunch of them here Uh, okay so here's a big one it's in the phillips translation when when he had gone jesus spoke now comes the glory of the son of man and the glory of god in him if god is glorified through him then god will glorify the son of man and that without delay Oh my children, I am with you such at a short time. You will look for me and I will tell you as I told the Jews. Where am I going you cannot follow. Now I am giving you a new command. Love one another just as I have loved you. So you must love one another. This is how all men will know that you are my disciples because each of you love each other. Love. That's in the Phillips translation. Love. Now, one thing you must understand is that love, in this neighborly love, isn't a love that mom, dad, brother, sister, a relative, wife-in-laws. This is not a relative marriage love. This This is a godly love of, there's different loves, different types of feelings in love. We're talking about loving on a caring level, being compassionate, being, you know, there as much as you can for somebody. Um, This is the love we're talking about. We ain't talking about any type of nonsense. Um, the The MSG Bible says... Let me give you a new commandment, love one another in the, way, in the way I loved you, love one another. This is how everyone will recognize your mind. He makes it a point in a couple of different translations that this is how they recognize you're to my disciple. Because Jesus said, love how I loved you, how I loved them as I loved you. No history, no reservation. The Holy Spirit love, the discernment love, the not toss the pearls, of swine love the let my let the Holy Spirit do its thing love. that's the love he's talking about. And if you love the way Jesus loved with compassion, sympathy if you don't know, empathy if you do, there can be empathy sometimes in the sympathy it can mix but most of the time if you don't know what someone's going through you sympathize with them. if you've been through something similar to what someone's been through, it's an empathy but you care. simple as that it's pretty much all the same thing there's a couple differences so we have to understand the love part what it really means to love your partner is different than your family your family is different than your friend. Jesus showed you how to love your neighbor. Compassion, understanding, sympathy or empathy and you do what you can within your means to do. Beautiful. Beautiful. We're going to we're going we're going to go right into the next one. So I will give you the first commandment, okay? By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. If you love one another if you keep my, on showing love among yourselves just the it's, it's the complete opposite of hatred. Black and white. Life of victory eternally having all truth erased completely. Tr- the truth is in the love. Completely different completely polar opposites. One loves it has victory. The other one has no truth at all. It's all erased. Very good. Very good word. Very good word. Awesome stuff. Always awesome stuff when you get into the Word of God. Always. So. In in post-review. Jesus meets with a small group. Possibly only the 12 disciples in a private setting. Before eating a meal, Jesus performs the work of, of lowly servant washing the feet of disciples. He explains that this is an object lesson. Their Lord is willing to serve in humility so that they are obligated to do the same. I do for you, so you do for me. I will put myself there so you see that I am not greater than you. I will do it, you will do it. Jesus also predicts his impending betrayal, subtly letting Judas to leave and complete his conspiracy. So he puts the heat on Judas and Judas bounces out. The disciples don't realize what's happened. However, Peter foolishly brags about his loyalty. Jesus responds with a cutting prediction. Peter will deny his relation to, to Christ three times in the next few hours. Love also reveals things to you. Love will reveal more than hate will. Hate will not give you truth. Hate will give you more hate. Love will bring that to the table. Well, you will be able to see things through the Holy Spirit and be able to profess things through the Holy Spirit through love. He wasn't hating on nobody. He was just telling them, hey, do this. You're going to do this because I know it's coming. And two, don't brag because you're going to be put down. You're going to say you don't know me. What people have a very hard time realizing is that being in the presence of the Lord and loving people, accountability is actually very contagious when you are being accountable for your actions, which is the attribute of Pentecost, love, peace, and accountability. When you're doing that, you have the ability to bring out the truth in just about anything. Because conviction hits people when truth is right there. When compassion is there. It has a way of just bring it to the surface. You don't want to hold on to burdens. You don't want to be put in a position you don't know. You want life of eternal of victory eternally. I want to thank everybody tuning in, regardless if it's through On Demand Live our web feed televised on the web or if it's through Instagram or if it's through our podcast on course you have prayer questions or comments hit us up bluebook at gmail.com do so it's spelled 8lu8 o k at gmail.com prayers questions and comments will also be in the archive in the listing we love to to pray with you. We would love to answer questions and comments regarding anything that's been talked about on this message. Um, if Holy Spirit's revealed anything to you that may be a bit different, or whatever the case may be, <clears throat> we're open to hear it, open to discuss it, absolutely. We want to make sure you know that the love of God is eternal. The love of Jesus is exactly the same, eternal. The Holy Spirit love is what gives you the counsel, direction, the mentorship, the discernment, all this. Um, these things are very important to have. Very important to have when it comes to the Holy Spirit. Okay? So... Father, I ask you right now to come before every single person right now listening and watching to this message, that you bless them with the love, with the Holy Spirit love, with the love of you, life of victory eternally, that you bless their lives, you come into their lives, and you do what you do best, and that's bring them empathy, compassion, and understanding, Father. Father, we thank you for all that you do, all that you are. We're coming into that season of pop culture love, but we want to put on the love of God every day, all day, without any type of restriction or delay or reservation. In the name of Jesus, by way of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, just go into everyone's lives. Go into their lives and bring them that peace. We thank you, Father, for everything you do, anything you do. And we want you to know that you're welcome into our hearts and our lives daily. We go to bed thinking you, get up in the morning thinking you, and choose victory every single day and try to get through with with the Holy Spirit guidance. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. By the way of the Holy Spirit, amen. Like I said, guys, prayers, questions, comments, hit us up, bluebook at gmail.com. Well, more than one to take care of it and check our website out, obviously bluebook.com or pentecost.com okay much love to you guys god bless you respect fear God follow Jesus and let the holy spirit flow through you like a Russian river until next time until next time And until next time, Jesus. Strong.